Well, thank you for joining me in 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry Hunter, and we're entering into Part 5 of a series that we began a little earlier. And the series is called, Why Can't We Be Friends? And we're talking about the marriage relationship, different aspects of the marriage relationship, how to have a successful and long-lasting marriage. And if you're single and you're listening, don't worry. You're going to get something out of this if you go ahead and continue listening. Single or married, looking forward to marriage or trying to find your way out of it, there's something in here for you today, okay? Today we're going to talk about the S word. And that S word is... Submission. Hey, Gloria, y'all been praying. Look who I have on the show with me again tonight. My wife has joined me, and we're excited about sharing with you what God's put in our hearts uh, from a recent highlights from a recent seminar that we did in Mexico, in Cancun, Mexico, on marriage. And so we're going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, I want to read a scripture to you as we start out. And I imagine that without a doubt, most every husband can quote Ephesians 5.22 from heart, you know, by heart, right? And even if you're, whether you're saved or unsaved, most people can quote, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands. Or wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, right? I mean, I knew that verse long before I knew it was in the Bible, I guess. But anyway. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, I was into the into the marriage thing before I found that out. <laughs> and... <laughs> I I like to say if I had known, I don't even know if I would have gotten married. Oh Lord, Hallelujah! Woo, glory to God! I guess I'm glad that you didn't see that before you got married. <laughs> no, I mean really because it's like um, just growing up, just seeing the different things that I saw and everything. I just always said, if I ever get married, me and my husband, we're going to be equal. And that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, she might be singing your tune. You might be feeling that way right now, or you might have felt that way in the past. But anyway, I'm going to read a few verses here, and we're going to kind of kick on off into it. Ephesians 5.22, that little part that we all can quote as, as husbands, wives, submit to your own husbands. Well, let's keep on reading and see what else it says, because we're talking about submission tonight. And submission is a key ingredient that must be properly understood. Ephesians 5.22 Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. And then verse 25 goes on to say, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Okay, I'm going to stop there. And uh, I got to tell you that, yeah, I knew a long time about this thing about wives submit yourself to your own husbands before I really got born again, before I really understood the word of God. And I don't know. Uh, I guess one way that you can look at that is, yep, the Bible says you're supposed to submit to me. You know, as a, as kind of like a thing of pride. And then it goes on in those verses that I read to talk about that the, the husband is the head of the wife. Well, I mean, husbands, let me just kind of break it on down to you. That is not the fact that, yes, you are the head of the household. You're the head of the wife. That's not something to to boast about at all. That's not something to, to, to be filled up with pride about. Actually, the way that I see that is it is a tre tremendous responsibility that God has placed upon you. Yes, you're the head of the household, 
But that means that you are super responsible. You're the one who's responsible for leading the family in the ways of the Lord, for for taking care of the family, for having direction, for having a vision for the family. See, all of these things fall on the head. And so I don't, yeah, I'm I'm the head of my household, right? I'm head, head of the my wife, just as the Bible says. But I, what I hear when I read that is that, man, God has put a tremendous responsibility on you. And see, that motivates me to stay in the word like I would normally probably not be in the word. That motivates me to hear from God, to keep my prayer life up, all those things. Because, man, I'm responsible. God has placed me as responsible. Yep. So, ladies, um, you know, God has clearly set the order of the family. And that's whether we're in agreement with it or not. I mean, we just have to make a decision. It's decision time. Are we going to, you know, follow the word of God or not? And see, she hit a key thing just then when she said order. God has established order. Okay, so God is not a God that's like, you know, haphazard or anything. He's very orderly. And for a for any unit to be able to function, there has to be order. I mean, for any business to function, there has to be the CEO. There has to be the visionary. There has to be the person that's leading others and giving them direction and stuff like that. That's order. But one thing I I learned, I mean, after many years of marriage, pretty much, one thing I learned was that I just had to put my trust in God. And so if Larry would, you know, make decisions that I thought were just, for lack of a better word, stupid, then I had to take it to the Lord in prayer, just pray about it. And in that prayer, I would submit it completely to God and, you know, just say, Lord, I pray you'll show him the right way, which was, you know, my way. But anyway, show him the right way. And if by chance, I mean, if by some rare chance he might be right, then then show me so I can, you know, just willingly fall in line without any bad feelings or anything. And see, so we got it. We we had to work through this thing and, and gain an understanding of what it meant, the, the submission thing, what it meant and how we were supposed to, you know, apply this word in our lives. Because, see, on my part, I began to get the revelation that, man, this is a tre- tremendous responsibility that I have to lead my family, to hear from God and to lead my family, to be a covering for my family. So, see, when I believed that I had heard from God, well, man, it's a step of faith to introduce what I believe I heard from God about to the family and then to walk it out. And if I got any resistance, then that would kind of, you know, I don't know, make me just kind of like, okay, well, maybe I didn't hear from God. And just all that kind of stuff would take place. And then one day she came to me, Deborah came to me and told me basically, look, I'm just going to trust God through you. Or basically she was saying, okay, well, look, I'm going to do what the Bible says. I'm going to submit as the Bible says that I'm supposed to submit to you. And you know what? If you lead the family in a, basically, if you lead the family in a ditch, God's going to take care of me and the kids because we were, or I was obedient to submit to you as the Bible taught me to do so. One one thing that's important in all of this is that you come in agreement. Uh, both the husband and wife come into agreement with each other because there's just so much power in agreement. That is true. And and again, like I said, this whole thing is a faith walk. And as we are children of God, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. So we look into the word of God 
We believe God for the understanding of what's written in the Word of God, and then we make the decision to act upon it. So it's a, it's, it's a progressive thing that you learn, and as we've learned submission, what it means, how to apply it, then now things flow a lot better. And and again, I'm not challenged uh, when I believe I've heard from God. Um, you know, she might think, like I said, she might think that that was the craziest thing in the world. How could that be God? But she has decided that what she'll do, she'll she'll pray for me. Look, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. Oh, and I don't necessarily say, hey, I'm praying for you because that's just crazy or whatever. No, I just, <laughs> you know, I just quietly pray. <laughs> and so sometimes where I might have been off in what I believe that God had told me to do or for our families to do, then it's amazing that, you know, she's in her prayer closet praying for me. And a day or two later, a week or so later, you know what? I really feel like maybe God wasn't saying that, but he might be saying this. And a lot of times that's exactly what she had prayed, that God would, you know, make sure that I understood what he was saying. Um, shifting the conversation a little bit, I want to address like men. Um, a lot of times um, I think that men don't understand that if a woman knew that you truly, truly loved her and that you know, your decisions were not selfish or whatever, then she would, she pretty much wouldn't have a problem following you. Um, um, what was it? Ephesians five mm -hmm. in that chapter, it talks about that men should love their wives as a, as pretty much as their own body. So how would you love yourself? You know, the way you love yourself, basically do that for your wife. Uh, essentially, a woman needs three things. She needs love, she needs security, and she needs stability. Mm. And if you give her those things, pretty much she'll follow you. Mm. I mean, or at least I do anyway. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hit, I think you hit something really, really important there because a lot of times... I mean, if the guy is like, you ain't obeying the Bible, you won't submit to me. Okay, well, husbands, ask yourself, ask yourselves, are you providing that those three things that my wife just stated that, that all women need? They're looking for stability. They're looking for, what was the other two? I'm sorry. Love. Love. And security. Stability and security. Are you providing that that backdrop, so to speak, to your relationship? That safe environment. Yeah, because if you're all over the place and if you're there's if she can't really grasp any security, any stability, she don't know what you might do or you know, how you might react to things or, or what decisions you might make, just no kind of consistency, then of course it's gonna be hard for her to to willingly submit to you and the temptation is going to be, Okay, I better take matters in my own hand because I don't know what in the world he's doing. I don't know you know, there's no no stability that I can detect anywhere. Wow, that's good. So, yeah, so that's, that. I mean, we're going to close it on out because we don't want to take a long, long time. Somebody said it's too late. Well, well, okay, thank you for tuning in and staying in this long. But we wanted to cover that submission, and I thank God for my wife, her willingness to come on again and to share because she's got some good stuff inside of her. And, you know, as you got a little taste of it the other night and got a little taste of it tonight. But, yes, yeah, submission, that's not a, well, that's... A dirty word. Yeah, that's not a four-letter <laughs> word. <laughs> no pun, no, no, whatever. <laughs> That's not a four-letter word. It's not a dirty word, submission, but it is important to understand it correctly. 
God is a God of order and he created the family unit to function in a certain order. And the way that he designed it is that the husband is the head and the wife submits to the husband. But the husband loves the wife just as Christ loved the church. And, uh, and as my wife said, just as as he loves his own body and cares for it and nurtures it, that's the way he's supposed to do for the wife. You provide that type of environment for your for your wife, then she will you won't have to fuss and all this kind of stuff. Why won't you submit to me? She will willingly submit to you and because she believes that you're hearing from God. See, you're submitted to God. She's submitting to you. So that makes everything flow together. And man, like I, we're experiencing that flow now and ain't nothing like it, y'all. I'm serious. Nothing like it. Anything you want to say before we close on out? No, I think I think we pretty much covered it. All right. Well, God bless you. I pray that this has been a blessing to you tonight. And we're going to uh, do a session tomorrow. I'm not sure if my wife will be on. I'm not going to press it. You know, I don't want to I don't want to burn her out. And then she won't ever come on again with me for nothing. <laughs> yeah. But look, if if you guys have any questions, you know, just just ask. Yeah, we'd love to, for you to call in. Let us know your thoughts or your questions, whatever. And and, uh, and it'll be a blessing to not only us, but to all the others that listen. So you have yourself a wonderful evening. God bless you. And we're looking forward to being with you the next time. This is Larry and Deborah Hunter. And coming to you five minute inspirations and wishing you a blessed evening. Bye bye.